Hello everyone and today we are continuing the Baker's Dozen. We're on number seven now of the 13 and these are the the 13 ways that you can keep the girl once you have the girl and today we're going to cover say 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 what you say you're going to do do it. It is going to be really good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. I am Joe Sellers, your host, and we are in the middle of a series, quite literally in the middle, of a series called the the Baker's Dozen, or 13 Different Ways to Keep the Girl Once You Have the Girl. Now, just as a little bit of a review, the, the reason that we call it this is, I think as a man, uh, really as anyone, but especially I think as a man, it can be real easy once you, you set a goal and then you achieve that goal, it's, it's real easy to back off. It's real easy to slow down, so to speak. And so I just want to encourage you, once you have this, this great feat of marrying that, that woman, that dream girl of, of, of your dreams here, don't, don't stop romancing her. Don't stop wooing her. Don't stop blessing her. Don't stop dating her. It, okay, now I'm getting into the 13. But you, you get the idea. Don't back off. Um, you know, I, I posted one time, I think it was, um, I can't remember who I heard it from first, but basically the, the greatest, you know, I'm a salesman by full-time trade. And, and so the, the greatest sale I ever made was when I actually, uh, agreed to have my wife marry me. So don't back off on honoring her and cherishing her, making her feel special. So these are 13 ways to kind of keep that fresh, to, to keep her feeling blessed by you and loved by you and to, to not back off once you, quote, have the girl, so once you've got the girl. So today, we're going to be covering something that is, really, it's foundational to your relationship, but especially, you just need to really keep in check and kind of keep a, a kind of a, a thumb on, and that is, say, 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 what you say you're going to do, do it. I can remember not too long ago, my dad and I were talking, and, and he talked about how, you know, he can really, he can put up with a thief easier than he can a liar. And, and I think part of the reason for that is, you know, if someone does makes a mistake or if they, they steal something, you know, that's obviously a huge mistake, but if someone makes a mistake, it's easy to go, oh, okay. If they ask forgiveness, then it's easy to say, okay, I forgive you. But the problem is if, if you have to deal with a liar is that once that trust is broken, it's really hard to get back in in my experience. I know I've often said that I'm real quick and real easy to trust, but once that trust is broken, you've really got to earn it back. And so I think as a husband, if you are the kind of guy that keeps making promises to your wife or you keep telling your wife one thing but doing another, then you are destroying the trust in your relationship. And if you do that, then it can be very, very hard to recover from. It can very be very hard to come back from. Now, you know, I'm blessed. I have a wife that, that really, really does forgive me if I, if I screw up, which I often do. And I say, you know, honey, I'm so sorry. Would you please forgive me for doing this? Then she's really quick to forgive and move on. So, which is a huge blessing. I know that's not always the case in a relationship, but she is phenomenal with that. But can you imagine 
even as phenomenal as she is with that, if I keep doing the same thing over and over and over, if I keep telling her I'm going to do something, but I don't, I keep telling her I want to do something and I don't, I keep telling her I want to do something and I don't, that is going to wear down even as, as amazing of a woman as she is and as, as forgiving as she is, that will wear her down to the point to where she's going to distrust me and she's going to hear me say, oh, please forgive me for doing that. And she's going to immediately think, well, yeah, but you're going to do it again. And a lot of that has to do with if I tell her I'm going to do something, I got to do it. I, I got to follow through with it. You know, and obviously there's there's times that things happen, life happens, um, things keep you from doing whatever it is that you told your spouse that you're going to do. But at the same time, if you tell her I'm going to do this, do everything you can to always do what you say. So be a man of your word. Let your word be your bond. You know, when we when we first get married, it, it's actually called a covenant. So we, we enter into the covenant of marriage. So that's an agreement between two people. And so one thing that I'll kind of throw in here when I, when we're talking about do what you say you're going to do, you know, if you talk about, you know, how much should each member of this relationship give? Is it, is it 50-50? Oh, okay, well, you're the husband. So maybe you should give 60 and she should give 40. When you really look at it to have a healthy thriving relationship it's got to be a hundred a hundred you have to be giving a hundred percent your wife for it to be ideal would also be giving a hundred percent but at the same time i promise you it's going to be a lot easier for her to give that hundred percent if you lead the way lead by example and you give a hundred percent and once again one of the biggest ways to give a hundred percent is when you say something do it um you know the thing is you can say oh honey i love you the, but the huge thing about that is love is action. Love is a verb. It's not just a noun. It's not just a feeling. It's not just a ooey gooey uh, woo woo thing out there floating in the cosmos. But but love is action. Love is a verb. And so once again, when you say you're going to do something, put the action behind it. Show her through your actions. You know. I could tell my wife something over and over again, but until I do it, then it's just words. And, you know, how easy is it to say, oh, honey, I will do this. Or how easy is it to say, honey, oh, I will never do that again. Okay, well, the problem is you can say those words, but until I put the action behind those words, they really are just words. They're just kind of floating out there. And actually, they can actually be more of a pain point, especially if you don't keep your word. If you say you're going to do something and you don't, or you tell your wife you're not going to do something and you do, then those words can actually become pain points. They be- they can become memories that are embedded in her in her mind of, you know what, my husband said this, but he didn't follow through. Or my husband said, I, I will do this, and he didn't follow through. Or he said, I won't do this, and he didn't follow through. So really, really, really take take time. If you have to pause the podcast and just take some time to reflect, or at the end of this podcast, take some time to reflect and say, okay, let me take a look at my marriage. Let me take a look at my relationship with my wife and really focus in on, okay, where am I saying things to my wife that I'm not following through with? And then once you do that, then if you have to write them down, hopefully it won't be too long of a list. But then also look at, okay, where am I telling her I'm not going to do stuff, but I end up doing it anyway? Now, here's the thing. Your wife can't change you. Your mommy and daddy can't change you. God can, 
you know, obviously he can change you, but the bottom line is it's up to you to change your thought, your thinking, your actions. You have to make a decision every day. You know, I've often said God gives us the choice between heaven or, or hell. I mean, that is the ultimate choice. There is no greater choice in the universe than if you decide I'm going to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior or I'm going to reject him as, as my Lord and Savior. Thereby, you are deciding between heaven and hell where you're going to spend eternity. There's no greater decision in the universe ever. So what that means to me is that if God gives me free will, free choice over that choice, then I'm going to have that same free will over the millions of other choices I'm going to have to make in my life. And so every day when you get out of bed, every day when you go through life interacting with your wife, with your children, you have a choice to be a man of your word. No one can make you do it. No one can make you not do it. You have a choice to make. And so this starts in your mind. This starts in your attitude. And so that's when, when I say, go make a list of where am I saying things that I'm going to do, but I don't do, where am I saying things that I'm not going to do, but I do anyway. After you see those, start looking at the attitude behind those. See if you can figure out, okay, this is why when I say I'm going to do this and I don't, maybe this is why I'm doing that. And, and that can help you. And it can give you some background. But the thing it, it can't do is it can't really make an excuse for you. Because still, at the end of the day, whether it was because of the way you were raised or because of you've got daddy issues or mom issues or relationship issues or ex-person issues, whatever the, the cases may be. And, and they can all be valid points. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not trying to belittle what you've gone through in your life. I'm not trying to be, to make small of, of even tragedy or trauma that you've gone through, but still at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, it really, really does land on your choice. You have a choice to say yes. You have a choice to say no. You have a choice to do what you say you're going to do. You have a choice to not do what you say you're not going to do. And so it really lies with your choice. So I encourage you, Words are not cheap, and and unfortunately, you know we we are created in the image of God, but we're not God. We're not like God to where you know God can forgive and move on and forget because you know He separates our sin as far as the east is from the west. When He forgives us, it's like they're cast in the sea of forgetfulness. But the problem with that is, I'm not God. My wife is not God. So once words are spoken, they can never truly be taken back. Once I say a word, I can't go, oh, I didn't mean that. Well, the word's already been spoken. The words are, have already been released and, and possibly done their damage. And so while we can say, I forgive you, since we are humans and we have a very finite minds, it's very easy to hang on to those things and say, oh, I remember when. And even, even if you do forgive and move on, Think about how easy it is if the same exact thing happens again. Think about how, how easy it is for us to remember, oh, that's exactly what they did before. Oh, that's what they said before. And look what happened. And look, here it's happening again. So I encourage you, don't look at your words as cheap. Don't look at your words as, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll just say the magic words, I for, please forgive me, and, and it's all going to be good. Or I'll just say, oh, God, forgive me, and it's all going to be good. Remember, you can't take your words back. So that's why it's so vitally important. When you say you're going to do something, simply do it. When you say you're not going to do something, simply don't do it. So I know 
it's easy and it's easy in words in these words I've just spoken. That's it's real easy to say those things. And I understand it is very hard to follow through sometimes, especially if it's something that you've gotten into a pattern of something that you have been doing over and over again. I know it can be difficult guys, but listen, press into God, lean into him, ask him for strength, ask him to make you more and more a man of your word to what you say you're going to do. You're going to do it. And what you say you're not going to do, you, you don't just plain and simple. So I hope that's helped you. If you think this might encourage uh, one of your friends, I encourage you to share the, share the episode with them. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and hit that um, subscribe button there in whatever format you listen to or whatever app you listen to. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I really do hope this has encouraged you today and I hope you have a great week and we'll catch you next time on the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening. And remember, yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today.